What dream do you have for your business? On this episode of the Creative Genius Podcast, Gail and Aaron are joined by Tamara Day, an interior designer who will inspire you to dream big. Tamara has her own TV show, Bargain Mansions, and has collaborated with several manufacturers to create her own home product lines. And how did she get here in under 10 years? You'll have to listen to the rest of the podcast to find out. Tamara, it's great to have you here. So excited to have you. And I hear that you have had an amazing market. So tell us a little bit about that. Well, it has been an amazing market. Getting to be here on the couch with you is definitely a highlight. This is so fun. I've heard so many wonderful things about you and you've helped change so many businesses. It's really brilliant. Thank you. Well, talk about your lines. I hear you have a brand new line with Spectra. It's an upholstery line. So tell me about that. I am really excited about it. We've been working really hard on this for over a year now and seeing it come to life is so fun. It's been such a process of learning and seeing the fabrics and the frames and the comfort just all come together in real life is really cool. Oh, awesome. And I think you said you had at least a truckload or a container load that you sold. This morning. That's amazing. (laughs) This morning. And it's been packed all weekend. It's been really, really fun. We had a wonderful uh, panel we did on Saturday. Mm -hmm. And Brigham Jane, Tom Mm -hmm. Felicia, Rachel Oney was so fun. Such a great conversation about what the difference between Lux and laid back Lux really is. I love that. exactly what my whole look is. And you also have other lines here. So tell us about your other lines. Well, Vera Luce, we have a mirror collection with them that's really beautiful. The quality of the glass is so nice. It's Mm -hmm. like the reflection is really beautiful. Um, And the shapes are fun and and work in so many different ways. And then we have our lighting line with Quorum. Mm -hmm. And we launched that at Lightovation this summer. And that was so fun. Uh, Beautiful pieces and more to come. Coming very soon. Great. (laughs) We have um, rugs with Colleen. We have, um, um, oh, oh, well, we have a few things. I'm trying to decide if I can say. I don't know if I can say the other things that are coming. <laughs> That's okay. I have to stop and think. I'm like, mm, better not. Okay, no worries. But no lots worries. of good things on the horizon. Okay. Are you planning to keep expanding on some of the products you're developing? Absolutely. We um, just finished a meeting talking about more upholstery for the next market and what that's going to look like, expanding the the seven collections we did with them. And, wow. You know, picking the best sellers and seeing what we can do with them to expand it. And then all of the collections have new new pieces coming every market. So oh it's gosh. really fun. Are you doing all the design? You know, it's collaborative, mm-hmm. definitely collaborative. And it's been really like every company does it a little differently. So that's been fun. And every manufacturing process is a little different. So I feel like I'm learning design all over again in a mm-hmm. whole new way and working with different designers that draw and and put it all into CAD and understand the mechanics of how it's going to get built overseas or wherever it might be. It's really been fascinating to learn about. And I'm sure you're probably going to some of the factories and seeing how they're putting these things together. I um, I have been to a few factories and I am blown away at how the quality is like the quality of the hand craftedness. Mm-hmm. And you think, oh, well, that coffee table is really beautiful. And it, it came from Mexico, whatever. And you're, you don't think a lot about what that means. But the quality and the workmanship is so fantastic in all those factories. And the mass quantity is mind blowing. Mm. It is mind blowing how much is made in this world. 
Well, that's exciting. So if you were to look at your business, maybe five or 10 years down the road, how much do you think it'll be products that you're developing versus doing design versus being on TV? Oh, gosh. You're a busy lady <laughs> and, and four kids to go along with that. <laughs> yes. Um, I think the product lines I've had so much fun doing, and it's been like, you know, when you're working with a design client mm-hmm. and you want that perfect couch, being able to come up with that perfect couch and sell it over and over is so nice. And it's been really an interesting progression of my career that really never could have expected. But I love building that whole lifestyle and would like to see 10 years from now, even more of the lifestyle look where it's more complete home, where it's bed and bath and tabletop and all the fun little, little things that I love. Mm, that's great. So are you thinking about maybe going into more of the mass market or is it more of the higher level? I like both. Mm -hmm. I I think there's a place for both. And I think that you can really be in both very Mm -hmm. nicely because you've got, I have a special customer, right? Because of the show, we have the client that is more mass market. But then as a designer, I have that following as well that is the the higher end. And so being able to meet both Mm -hmm. is really the goal. Great. Well, and you mentioned your show and you're, you, they have a new season coming up. Yes, we um, are starting filming next week for season six. We have 10 houses that we start on and it's going to be a whirlwind seven months and they'll come out next fall. Oh my gosh. Well, tell us about the behind the scenes because oh. everybody wonders what happens behind the scenes. Do you? How much are you involved with that? And um, what is it really like? Oh gosh, um, it's way less glamorous than anybody thinks. <laughs> <laughs> there is no hair and makeup team. I was going to ask... No wardrobe stylist. It's just me. And, you know, it's one of those things where I actually prefer that because it is very real Mm -hmm. and it is unscripted. I am a huge part of the design. I, of course, can't do everything. I'm one person. And so we have a team of designers that help with, you know, the implementation, but we work really closely. And on on Monday, one of the designers that we work with, um, the lead person with me, she's flying in and we're going to spend all day, five days together working on all 10 houses. And that's just the sole focus is design work on those. And then she'll make sure it gets implemented. Um, And then of course, I'm in the houses every day and can communicate to her what needs to be tweaked and changed and all Mm. that good stuff. So I'm very involved in the design process of each house, but also the physical work. And I think that's something that sets our show apart is there's a lot of shows where it's a couple and one is the designer and one's the contractor. And really at the end of the day, I'm both. (laughs) Oh boy. (laughs) Okay. So you're exhausted by the end of the week. Yes. Yes. Okay. (laughs) And so these designers you're working with, are they part of your team or are they part of the show's team? A little bit of both. I have a design firm. And so Mm -hmm. I have designers that work on my, my client projects. Mm -hmm. And then we have the show production designers Mm -hmm. that really understand it's a very different beast. Mm -hmm. It's not the same situation. A design client might take months and months and we start to finish renovation, furnish, finish in about nine to 12 weeks, depending wow. on the house. Yes. See, that's why we need show designers. <laughs> right. Well, that is a different animal for sure. Yes. It right. It goes very fast and furious. And if you're doing all 10 at the same time? Um, I'd say there's there's always a large mix. So when we okay. start next week, we will, I think we start demo on two houses next mm. week and then i am out of town on a little little getaway with my husband and then um i come back and we do demo on two more and so they all finish they all start like 
consecutively and finish, you know, there's about two weeks in between each one finishing. So the beginning is slower and the end is slower, but and the middle is pretty crazy. Client projects going on. We do. We and do. your and your furniture lines and your lines, landing lines and all of that. All so. of that. <laughs> and, when, and when do you sleep? <laughs> I don't do much of that. <laughs> I don't do much of that, but then we have the four kids as well. My yeah. oldest just went to KU. Uh, freshman there and then my second thank you it's been very tough <laughs> did not want him to go Aww. but um I get to see him tonight he's home tonight so, so nice fall break and um my second Bobby is a senior he was here with me this week he went home yesterday we just um flew in from Scotland I had two weeks with him and my mom and dad over there and it was really wonderful we had oh, such a good time nice. but I miss him now like we I got him every day all day for two whole weeks and slept in the same room and it was like so good and now I'm like I miss my man yeah. <laughs> and then my third son Thomas is a sophomore and Eleanor is 10. oh my goodness yeah. what a handful it's a lot of things yes it is <laughs> so how do you manage that well, one, I have a really good team of people that right. surround me on both production as well as on my business side. And it's that's huge. That's mm-hmm. everything is making sure you have people around you that are as good and better than I am. Mm-hmm. And then as far as the kids and managing all that, how do you do that? Do you have help at home? I don't currently, oh which gosh. is a big problem. <laughs> we have had lots of nannies over the years, sure. lots of college girls or high school girls and mm-hmm. um then they all leave us. They go to college and it's so sad. We miss them. Um, but this weekend, my daughter was um, staying with one of her old nannies. It was, she had a great weekend while I was gone. It was really fun. But last night, my husband wasn't quite home yet at bedtime and my brother, her brothers were putting her down and she called me and she said, Henry would only tuck me in for two minutes because his friends were in the basement. (laughs) (laughs) I need you to talk to me. I'm scared. And so I said, you know what, baby, let's just say our nightly prayers. Let's lay here and you leave the phone on your pillow. I'll leave the phone on my pillow. And if you need me, I'll be here. I'll wait. I'll hear you when you wake up. So we just kept the phone turned on until about two. I heard her wake up and turn it off at two. (laughs) Oh my goodness. (laughs) So, you know, it's just, you make it, make it work where you can. Mom guilt? Lots. (laughs) Okay. Talk about mom guilt because Erin has certainly a lot to say about that too. Yeah. You know, there's a ton of mom guilt and yeah. why men don't feel dad guilt. I don't know, but what is that? It, it well, doesn't nobody happen. calls them working dads, right? We're yes. called working moms. Yes. That's mm-hmm. a great point. Yep. Um, I have a lot of mom guilt with my boys in particular because they, I was a stay at home mom before all of the show and the world changed, changed for us 10 years ago. Um, so my older ones really remember when I was staying home and spent every minute na- taking care of their every need and juicing their oranges and all the things. And my daughter was two when it all started. So she doesn't remember me staying home at all. And mm-hmm. it's, it's like, I feel the mom guilt for that of not being there when she was tiny every day, all day. But then I, the mom guilt of, they actually remember how great it was. <laughs> That's so nice though. It is. It is. They, they get that experience of you being a, an adult and doing yes. your mom thing and your, your husband doing his thing too. Mm-hmm. So it's not bad. They're learning yeah. a, a really good example of how to work. I think the biggest example, the biggest thing they've learned from all of this is like, don't underestimate yourself. Like mm-hmm. 10 years ago, if you'd have asked me if I'd be sitting on the couch with you mm-hmm. and if I'd been talking about product lines that I've developed on a six season show, like no way I would have believed that that was where we were going. And so just set your sights for what you want to do. Just dream big. It's possible. 
anything is possible. Absolutely. But how did that happen for you? Gosh, um, you know, when we bought our house in 2008, it was a foreclosure and it was in horrible shape and we gutted the whole thing. My husband's day job was um, uh, in the financial world and we had about a dozen rental properties at the time. And then the fall of 08, in the middle of the renovation, we all know how that went and his income dropped very well, 90% overnight. Mm. It was awful. And I'd been staying home for years at that point. And so we fired the contractor. I started GCing it and getting it done myself. You know, we were halfway through. So we'd ordered the subs and the vault and the big fancy things, but then our situation changed and we were halfway through this giant house and had to finish it somehow. So put the baby in a backpack and started doing the work. Every board of those hardwood floors, I carried off that semi truck at my front oh door. My gosh. Every beam got sanded by my hands, every window and all the, every single thing that I could physically do, I did it. And my husband would work all day and then come over every night and clean up the, the work site. So it'd be clean in the morning for the next next people to come in. And the painters needed sanding. So I did the sanding. The prep work is more expensive than the actual work, right? Mm-hmm. And so doing as much of that as I could. And then when we finally got moved in, well, it was empty. <laughs> we had twice the house that we had before and we needed furniture. And so I started estate sailing and buying old stuff and refinishing it. And I'd learned how to do it doing this house. And so I just started refinishing furniture and friends wanted to buy it. And there was no real, um, there were like antique markets, but there wasn't the vintage flair at the time. It was before, I guess you're not from Kansas City, but we have a thing called (laughs) the um, First Fridays downtown Mm -hmm. and all the old warehouse buildings like this Mm -hmm. turned into vintage markets of all kinds. And it's like the whole downtown and it's story after story of fabulous Mm. antiques and fun stuff that people are doing, but there wasn't anything like that before. And so we did, I started selling little pieces to friends and then we, um, started doing these open houses at my house and I'd open the doors twice a year in the spring and fall and we'd get a food truck out front and I'd harness all the mompreneurs that were, you know, doing their bags or their earrings or their food or whatever it might be. And each different room had a couple people selling their stuff. And then the main body was all furniture I'd refinished and we'd get about a thousand people through in a weekend. Wow. Wow. It was crazy. And it just all go. And it was so fun. I mean, people would bring picnic blankets and sit in the front yard and eat and we had music and it was an event. And um, and so when they came through the house, this was 09, I guess, at this point, mm-hmm. we'd done a white kitchen. We'd done the open shelves. We'd done a lot of the different than the Tuscan look that was popular and nobody had seen that um, that style yet. It was really new and, and scary to do it, but I just went with what I wanted. And so they started asking if I could, well, I want to buy this thing, but I don't know where to put it. Can you come over? And I'm like, babysitter's $12 an hour. So (laughs) that's 40. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Charging nothing. And I just go over and help. And then it just started growing and growing. And through a very random series of events, my um, brother met a production person that had moved back from LA, Matt Antrim, and he was looking to do a show about houses in Kansas City and was like, hey, I want to meet your sister. And the rest is history. Wow. Yeah. How interesting. And then you were building your company at this point. So where is your company now? How many people on the team? Yeah. You know, you see it going. Gosh, you know, it was 
it was never an intention to build a company. It was just like, I wanted to buy, you know, a nice bag. (laughs) (laughs) It was just really fun money. I wanted to furnish my own house. And that was really the intention behind starting doing it all. Um, And now we have, let's see, how big is the team? We've got uh, five to 10, (laughs) depending if I think hard about it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I like it. I think it's a good size right mm-hmm. now. We probably need a couple more people for for technical things, but overall, it's we have a lot of contract employees as well that come in and out for what we need. And um, you know, I think the product is really where I see things going. I love doing the product design. It's been really more fun than I ever expected. Mm. Yeah. On the product design, how did that start? You know, relationship building, market, like mm-hmm. coming to market is like a must, mm-hmm. I think, for any aspiring designers and anybody starting out. I think being here and building those relationships with your sales reps is huge. Um, our first line was with Colleen on rugs. And I had a great relationship with them. They had provided product to the show for several years. And they wanted to see what we could do together. And the sales team knew me. And they were awesome. And one of the sales reps that worked for them new Spectra and said, Hey, uh, or had also worked for Spectra, it carried both lines and said, Hey, you guys need to look at Tamara and see if she'd be, I think she's a fit for you guys. She's been a great fit for us. And so it's building relationships is how every single product line has happened. Mm-hmm. Well, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. And that's what really helps you build a business anyway. Exactly. It's all about the people, right? Right. It, it is. is. And then for, for you, just thinking about all the things that you've done, it seems as if you've just followed your instincts. A hundred percent. And then your instincts have led you on this path and it has developed into something I'm sure you probably didn't anticipate any of it. None of it. None right. of it. Yes. It was all just, it's one foot in front of the other every day and follow, you know, your gut, mm-hmm. your intuition. Well, the other thing that's interesting is you're a hands-on person. You've actually done the physical work yes. of doing the design and, and finishing the floors and finishing the walls and doing all those things. Absolutely. Was that something you grew up with? Did your parents do this? I'm a farm kid. Ah, that makes complete sense. (laughs) Yes, I grew up on a farm. Um, My grandparents were farmers. We, you know, just, you do it. You just figure it out when you live on a farm. And it's, nothing's impossible. You can build anything and you can figure it all out. So your parents encouraged you to try different things and do whatever it was that you wanted to do. Is Mm -hmm. that really what encouraged you? Yeah, yeah. my dad didn't care that I was a girl and wanted me to know how to change my oil and take the tires and rotate them. And, you know, he wanted me to learn all those kind of skills. Um, and my mom is a great cook and homemaker. And so she taught that my grandmother was like the ultimate crafting queen. And so I'd go stay with her for weeks at a time in the summer and we'd do stained glass one week and then we'd do you know, felting or needlepoint. And it was just always something different that we were trying. So I was never afraid to try new things. Mm. The worst that can happen is you break it. Yeah, exactly. And then you fix it. So all of these creative things that you've done, are you thinking about bringing anything from the past, a little bit of nostalgia into some of the things you're designing? Absolutely. I love the mix of the modern and the old. I think Mm -hmm. that's huge. Um, 
we just had a meeting this morning. I can't really say what it was about, <laughs> okay. but we definitely talked about that. Okay. <laughs> um, I love the old furniture sure. in particular, like the shapes, the styles, like a good campaign piece is so beautiful. And mixing that with the beautiful, you know, grass cloths and different pieces. It's so fun for me. And how about a cookbook? Oh, I'd love to do a cookbook. <laughs> <laughs> we did just sign our, I think that's announcing this week. Sign, uh, we start writing our book this fall. And so we're very excited. Excellent. back blocks and taking that out into the world. Sure. Well, tell me about the book. Uh, it's going to be really fun. It's, you know, it's a how-to design, like how to do it yourself or if you have a designer to figure out what your look is, what your style is and how I've gone about it in every room and in space. So it's really, it's going to be photo heavy and lots of fun tips and applicable pieces. So let's look at the future and what do you see for yourself? Are there some things that you haven't done yet that you want to do? Oh yes. I want to do tabletop. Very okay. bad. Mm -hmm. That's huge on my list. I love to cook. Mm -hmm. I love dishes. Like if you'd asked me what I was going to do, it would have been dishes. That would have been my first pick of what product line. And yet it's not really in this design world as much. Um, but I do love tabletop dishes. Maybe it will be. I, I think we should make it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I have all kinds of ideas. Do you have an online store? Um, we do. We have an online okay. store. All of our products that we've developed are all on there. And then we have lots of great partnerships with different brands that we also have on there for dropship. And it's really fun. Great. Do you yes. work with designers or we have mostly uh, retail? Mostly retail. Okay. Yeah. It's a little bit of both, but we're okay. always open. <laughs> okay, great. So anything else on the, the big wish list? Gosh, um, betting is definitely mm -hmm. a, a category that we'd like to get into. Um, I think there's a lot design-wise, like the furnishings, the finishings, but then there's also a lot of like things that are in the build world that I would like to do. Like tile is a huge wish list. I use so much tile. There's so many beautiful ones out there in the world. And I'd love to make my mark in that, that space. But you know, that building world has a lot of opportunity as well, where it's um, a way of making more permanent stamp in a home that I think is really fun. How about real estate? Oh gosh. You know, Probably not. Really? No, I just don't have the, like, I love real estate. We've done a lot of flips. We've done a lot of rentals, mm -hmm. but I really enjoy this, the other, the other pieces mm -hmm. what we're doing. And how does your husband fit into all of this? <laughs> <laughs> well, he came to market for the first time this weekend. Wow. He was here for our launch and um, he definitely loved the launch party sure. and he loved all of that that day. The next day of going meeting to meeting and waiting for us and um, just the, the shopping market was maybe not his favorite. <laughs> <laughs> so he won't be coming into the company anytime soon. No, he, okay. he has his own very successful financial business. Okay, so he's, he's all good there. <laughs> That's good. Sometimes it works well and yes. sometimes it doesn't. Yes. No, it would work great. It's just, you know, it's not his, his sure. world. We own a lot of commercial property. Oh, okay. Um, you know, he manages all the commercial stuff okay. that we do as well. So. Wow, you are so busy. I can't believe you do all of this. When you, when we sit down and talk about it all, it seems like a lot, doesn't it? It does seem like a lot. I'm I know. I think you hear like, what is just like a day in your life like? Oh, gosh. Um, it's probably better to ask my team what my day is like because most of it is spent just going where they tell me to go. Yeah. <laughs> does she follow the rules? 
Yes. Yes. That's great. I would say a big weakness of mine is scheduling. I am not good at scheduling. <laughs> I can't say, do it. If it tells you anything, there's been, it's been a long time since one day in her calendar, like during the week, doesn't have anything on it. So yeah, tomorrow, busy. tomorrow has nothing. Yeah, on. true. Tomorrow yes. actually. Yes. It's the I'm first time excited. in a long time. Yes. The calendar is generally pretty full and it's, you know, half hour to half hour. I get it. Yes. I completely get it. A lot of scheduling happens for me and making sure that there's space in the day to do the the product development. It's easy for a day to just disappear. Mm-hmm. As you know, you know, you can go meeting to meeting and never get the design work that you need to do done. And so making space for that as well as is super important. So I'm guessing you're probably not doing a lot of the design work for the clients at this point. We have a few clients that I still work with. We okay. have um, a, a couple, but you know they know what my schedule is like, and they're they've been clients for a long time and understand, and they want to wait for me. So <laughs> there works. you go. <laughs> we just we have one client, um, Julie, who's lovely, and we've worked together for eight or nine years now on her house, and it's every year we do another space. Right now, we just are finishing up her main bedroom bathroom, and we install in the next month-ish. So it's really fun. But she's been fabulous. She knows how I work and she just says, do it. And thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Best kind of client. They pay the bill. She does. That's great. (laughs) She's really fun. Yeah. So daydream to do a beach house with her. She and I keep daydreaming about that. That would be nice. Maybe in Italy. Oh, I can take that. Yeah, I think so. Or France or somewhere along there. Oh, wouldn't that be fun? Have you done overseas work? I have not, but gosh, that'd be awesome. Yes, that would be nice. Yes. But man, I think that the complexity of what that would truly look like with shipping and receivables and all of that. I mean, I'd need a mentor. I have this sneaking hunch you'd figure it out because you're a problem solver. I am a problem solver. I'd Mm -hmm. figure it out. But man, I think that'd be a lot of logistics. Yeah, but that's a good challenge. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so let's see about 10 years from now we'll be hearing about that right Good. Yeah. we'll have this conversation yeah. again <laughs> exactly me. you play this back <laughs> that would be so fun yes so oh. we i do enjoy the clients a lot that's great um, so i try to keep my favorite that's great well it's been a pleasure having you here and i is if there's anything that you'd like to share at the very end i'd love to hear yeah, it. we usually have like um our guests i'm just gonna pause for a minute we usually have our guests like share three things that um with our audience, right? Like three takeaways that they can bring back to their life or their, or their business. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'd say one of the first things that I wish I would have done sooner is hired somebody to do the things that I don't want to do, mm-hmm. that I'm not good at. Because I, yes, can I do the, the checkbook? I'm capable of it, but it's going to take me four times as long as a quality accountant is going to to do it and making sure that you have those people in place early in your business because your money is not made doing balancing the checkbook. Your, your money is made when you're working with a client and when you're in front of a client and you're do, doing the design work. And so it, investing in that sooner, I think would have been really huge for me. Um, investing in your social media, I think is huge. I think I, I can do my posts. I am capable of it, but is that the best use of my time? Probably not. And so I have somebody, Olivia, that is excellent at it. And we joked this morning, we I, we're walking down the sidewalk and I turn around. And I'm like, oh, there's my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it was really fun. I'm everywhere. <laughs> she's everywhere. She's she's documenting it all. And, and she does a better job at it because she loves it and is good at it. And, you know, invest in that. Mm. 
Terrific. And yeah. third thing? Third thing, um, rest. Rest when you can. You know, you don't have to be productive every minute of your day. Mm-hmm. Take that time to rest. And I think my my big goal the past year has been as much time with my kids as possible and that that's the priority and keeping that, that balance is so hard. And I know in the beginning, definitely leaned heavier into having a nanny and having as much help as I could get to get through, you know, a season of whatever it might be. And now it's kind of like, you know, I just sent one to college and that went really, really fast. That 19 years just disappeared really quick. And if I could take it back, I would. So making sure that I have that time with them is huge. Well, thank you so much for being here today. It was a delight and I'm so excited for you. Oh, thank you. This was so fun. I appreciate it. What an honor. Thanks to Tamara Day for stopping by to chat with Gail and Aaron during High Point Market. We hope you're feeling inspired by Tamara's story and are planning on dreaming big in your interior design journey. If you're interested in learning more about The Pearl Collective, you can go to thepearlcollective.com to listen to more podcasts, read our business resources, and see upcoming classes that we're offering. Right now, you can also download our 2023 Interior Design Business Survey on fees, salaries, and current state of the industry. Get it for free now at thepearlcollective.com slash podcast survey.